The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Our weekday podcast is brought to you by Boopa, supporting the health of millions of Australians because life happens. Find out more at boopa.com.au. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Larissa Moore. It's Tuesday the 9th of June. In your squeeze today, hope for change after US protests, China warns its tourists against Australia, free childcare to finish up, and James Bond to be a dad. This is your squeeze today. Protests in the US continued over the weekend, most being noticeably more peaceful with singing and dancing, some reports even noting a festival-like vibe. The mood seems to be shifting a little, Claire, perhaps in line with some of the changes that are taking place as a result of the protests. We spoke last week about the upgraded charges for Derek Chauvin for one, and there were a few other developments over the weekend. Since we last spoke, there has been legislation put into Congress by Democrats which would would enact sweeping changes to the way police violence is dealt with. That's one thing. Uh, Also at a political level, the former Secretary of State and Republican Colin Powell has broken with the party line to criticise US President Donald Trump. He's the only African-American to have served as America's top military officer and he says that given Trump has drifted away from the Constitution, he'll vote for the Democratic candidate Joe Biden for president, which was quite a seismic thing uh, Mm. yesterday. Also, when you look directly at Minneapolis, which of course is where this all kicked off with that killing of George Floyd a fortnight ago, a majority of its city council members have supported plans to disband the city's troubled police department, and that is quite significant. The protests have really gone global. Here in Australia, tens of thousands marched on Saturday in cities across the country. Those taking part were urged to wear face masks and keep the 1.5 metre social distance, something that's obviously difficult to do in a mass gathering. There's concern now about the impacts of that on our infection rates. And of course, we won't know the consequences of that for at least a fortnight. Deputy Chief Medical Officer Nick Coatesworth yesterday said that anyone showing any symptoms of coronavirus should get in and get tested as soon as possible. Uh, The President of the Australian Medical Association, Tony Bartone, yesterday said said that participants should even consider self-isolating themselves for two weeks. So there's no real consensus on that. Plenty of commentary over the weekend about whether the protests should have gone ahead at all, considering we are in a global pandemic and we can expect more conversations about that over the coming days. While we're on coronavirus news, Education Minister Dan Tian announced yesterday that free childcare will end in July. He says it's done its job. The JobKeeper payment for workers in that sector will also end on the 12th of July when free childcare ends, but there will be a three-month $700 million plus support package to ease that transition. Taking a look globally now, New Zealand say they've now officially eliminated the virus. No word yet on lifting border restrictions. At the other end of the scale, Brazil has stopped publishing a running total of their coronavirus deaths and infections, which critics say is an attempt to hide the true toll of the disease. Globally, there have been 7 million cases, with the global death toll now over 400,000. 
Last Friday, China issued an alert warning citizens not to travel to Australia due to an increase in racist attacks on Chinese and Asian people since the coronavirus outbreak began. And over the weekend, this animosity was taken up another notch, Claire. Yeah, the Global Times, which is seen as a mouthpiece for the Chinese state, said that that move would be just the tip of the iceberg and that Australia must make real change to its current stance on China. Our Trade Minister, Simon Birmingham, says that any suggestion that there have been a spike in racist attacks have no basis in fact, but research has shown that there has been an increase with the majority of cases going unreported. But putting that to one side, experts say that China really isn't that motivated by genuine concern over the safety of Chinese citizens, particularly given no one can travel at the moment. Mm, It's more likely about intending uh, to inflict damage on the image of Australia. A lot of this began, of course, with Australia's call for an independent inquiry into the origins of coronavirus. Overseas now, and there are reports that US prosecutors have made a formal request for Prince Andrew to speak to them over his links to US billionaire and accused child abuser Jeffrey Epstein. That formal request could see Andrew uh, attend a court hearing to provide evidence, and if he refused to do that, he could be forced to attend. It's a very rare move that's used, particularly on someone that's so high profile, let alone a member of the royal family. What Andrew's lawyers say, though, is that he's been told that he's not a t- targeted the investigation uh, and that he has offered to talk to New York prosecutors on three separate occasions. We mentioned last week that a German man had been named as a new suspect in the disappearance of missing British toddler Madeleine McCann. What's known so far about 43-year-old Christian Bruckner? What's known is that he's already serving a seven-year sentence for rape. Uh, Also, investigators are looking back at old cases and saying that he could be connected to the disappearance of a five-year-old girl in Germany and a six-year-old boy in Portugal. Of course, uh, there's plenty of interest in this now given the high-profile case that the Madeleine McCann disappearance has been. Her parents say that they're hopeful given almost 400 new pieces of information have been offered up uh, by the public since that fresh call went out last week. Madeleine disappeared back in 2007 when she was three years old. Back home and 60-year-old Gold Coast man Rob Pendretti is being remembered as a humble, fun-loving, down-to-earth and all-round legend. He died in a shark attack on Sunday morning, Claire. It's the first fatal shark attack in New South Wales for five years and uh, particularly devastating for his friends and family and for locals at that Kingscliff beach that saw that unfold uh, mid-Sunday morning. He was attacked by a three-metre great white shark, a really big shark, uh, Mm -hmm. and he was surfing with a mate. There's plenty of stories as well. Uh, His mate and another board rider dragged him into shore and they were unable to to save him, but they've been hailed as heroes. Wrapping up now with a bit of entertainment news, there's a bit more info doing the rounds about the newest James Bond flick. It's said that James Bond will be a father in the upcoming No Time to Die. Well, look, let's wait and see. These things have plenty of (laughs) twists and turns. I kind of feel like, given this movie's been around for a while, maybe that would have been revealed earlier. But (laughs) look, who knows? And yeah, shaken, not stirred. But um, yeah, maybe he's both. I don't know. Parenthood can do strange things to new new parents. (laughs) 
We'll have to wait and see. It will be the last time that Daniel Craig plays James Bond, this movie. And Claire, what's the subject line you have for us today? Subject line today is bang, bang, bang on the door, baby. If you are into Love Shack, I think it's one of those earworm kind of songs that you can't get (laughs) out of your head. That goes to a little story that we have in the email today. Apparently the house that Prince Charles and Camilla uh, really picked up their affair back in the day is up for sale. It's uh, The house is considered to be haunted, so you don't know what's going to bang on the door. (laughs) (laughs) Given it is the place where he really did woo Diana and then had his uh, raging affair with Camilla. It's got a quite a history. And it can be yours for just over $4 million. I think that's all from us. We're heading into a short week. Good to be back after the long weekend. A quick note to parents and teachers. If you've got kids in that 8 to 12-year-old age bracket, check out our news podcast for kids called Squiz Kids. It delivers age-appropriate news with positivity and humour. I'll put a link to that in your episode notes. Have a good one. We'll talk to you tomorrow. The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesquiz.com.au. This week, our podcast is brought to you by Aware Super. As one of Australia's largest profit for member super funds, they have a range of helpful tools, like their My Retirement Planner, which allows you to see how much you'll need for retirement and provides an easy to understand plan of how to get there. And better still, it's free for all. Read the PDS and TMD at aware.com.au.